the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm joined by Byron York of the Washington Examiner. Good morning, Byron. Good morning, Hugh. Uh, Byron, it's Cat Stevens Day at the Hugh Hewitt Show. I'm just curious. You're not old enough, but are you a Cat Stevens aficionado? <laughs> very, very excited about Cat Stevens Day. I heard you going on about it, you know. Uh, well, uh, look, Cat Stevens is fine. Leave him alone. Uh, well, no, there's a 10,000-word article yeah, on Cat yeah. Stevens in the, in the Washington Post. Does that not surprise you? Uh, it surprises me uh, a little bit, but yeah. you know, <laughs> look. Here's the thing: when when one of these, uh, especially musicians and songwriters, die at the end, they start playing all of these songs, and you think, "Wow, he actually did a bunch of good stuff." Well, Cat Stevens is not—he's not like he's on the Dylan or Paul Simon level, but he did a bunch of nice songs, and people like them. And uh, <clears throat> when he emerges, now he's had a very bizarre life path, actually. Uh, but when he emerges into public view, people listen to the songs and they like them. So that's fine. Well, I juxtapose it with the news blackout of John Andrzejewski's song, Blood on My Hands, which was extremely critical of President Biden, Secretary Austin and General Miley for the fiasco in Afghanistan. And of course, Fox News and talk shows like mine talked about it. There's not a story anywhere. But they have they have space and writers for 10,000 words on Cat Steven. It doesn't make a lot of sense what people choose to cover sometimes, Byron. I want to get agree with you on that. I want to get to the key issue of the day. Uh, Mitch McConnell has said to Thanos, Chuck Schumer, you might want a showdown. We're not having a showdown. But every single paper from legacy media like the New York Times. Democrats pair spending bills with raising debt ceiling, pressuring GOP. Washington Post. Democrats unveil new plan to fund government suspend debt ceiling as major showdown with GOP looms. There is no showdown, Byron. Am I correct? Correct. On the, on the basic issue of raising the debt ceiling, uh, historically, that's been something the majority party has to do. As the debt cliff approaches, there's a lot of whining and talking, and in the end, that's what the majority party has to do. And I believe, uh, you know, you could raise the debt ceiling in a one-page bill. Uh, Democrats have what they call a majority, 50 votes in the Senate, plus the vice president, um, and they can pass it. And so that's something like that is going to happen unless they make some sort of deal that McConnell finds attractive. Well, the, the brilliant thing about that is a debt ceiling bill requires 60 votes unless you attach it to reconciliation, in which case it only requires 50. They have reconciliation coming to conference. They can agree to do that and they can get it done in two weeks. There need not be any crisis. Mitch is making them do their reconciliation bargaining among themselves now by refusing to go the wimpy route and, you know, for a hamburger today, I will gladly buy you two Tuesday. There, he's just saying, no, you bought it, you broke it, you bought it, it's yours. And the media is outraged because they want to postpone the showdown between Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi and AOC. 
in the hopes that something works out. And Chuck wants to postpone it as long as possible because he doesn't want her to run against him in the Democratic primary. Mitch McConnell's under no obligation to help them out of a political jam. Here's the thing. Uh, We're seeing all of these stories about uh, Democrats are beginning to panic about their entire agenda. The, The fundamental problem here is that the president, Joe Biden, the speaker, Nancy Pelosi, the majority leader, Charles Schumer, have all based the future of the Democratic agenda, the entire Democratic agenda, on a trick. And now they're worried that the trick might not work. They have ambitions to pass huge New Deal, Great Society-style legislation, but they don't have the votes to do it. Um, In the 1930s and the 1960s, Democrats had around 300 votes in the House and somewhere between usually 65 and 75 seats in the Senate. Really, really big majorities. They could afford to lose some of their own members and still pass their legislation. That's completely different from the situation today where Nancy Pelosi has a four-seat, virtually zero majority uh, in the House, and there actually isn't a majority in the Senate tied 50-50. So you have to use the vice president break the tie trick. You cannot pass sprawling, life-changing legislation in a 50-50 Senate. And so what they, what they did was <clears throat> they, they've settled on the reconciliation idea, and they decided we'll pour our entire agenda, the whole thing, into a reconciliation bill, effectively getting around the filibuster for our entire agenda. We don't have the votes to get rid of the filibuster either, but we can effectively do that by pouring everything into this giant reconciliation bill. Hey, let's throw comprehensive immigration reform in there. We'll do that too. So they they uh, uh, they have staked their entire agenda on a trick that cannot work. And I want to reframe and restate that because I want the audience to understand. Reconciliation is an arcane process that allows tax and spending bills to pass with 50 votes once a year. And they have to be germane to the budget. Which is why the immigration uh, fiasco didn't get through because it's not germane to the budget. It's got to be substantially related to. It's got to actually have something to do with it in the ordinary course of business. So the Senate uh, parliamentarian said to Chuck Schumer, no immigration stuff. Okay, big blow. But they can still agree among themselves on whatever they can agree among themselves and pass it with 50 votes and they can put the debt limit on that. The debt limit has to be done along with a CR for spending and the Democrats have to get together and figure out what they can get 50 senators to agree on. And Mitch is making them do that. I think it's brilliant. Yes. And 50 senators, remember, is every single one of them. They can't lose any. That That's the problem with trying to do having these huge ambitions, this kind of weird pent-up demand that they displayed uh, after the Trump years, uh, and having these huge ambitions without the votes. So legacy media, however, comes out. This is just a replay of the filibuster discussion. They never had the votes for the filibuster break. They will never have it because there's more than two. It's more than Cinema and Mansion. People just don't want to talk about it. They're never going to get rid of the filibuster until they get the 60 or 70 senators, which is unlikely. But the media tried to ask that question of, of Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema every day. Now, for the next many days, we're going to hear about a showdown that isn't a showdown, Byron. Does legacy media ever get ashamed of itself for inventing <laughs> stories? 
No, as a matter of fact, I mean, you, you kind of heard some frustration in my voice talking about this trick. Um, they don't really emphasize, when they talk about the Senate majority leader, they don't really emphasize how tenuous this is and how in the past these, these giant bills passed with enormous majorities where, you know, significant parts of the party could peel off and, and the, the leaders could still um, uh, pass the, the, the legislation. I mean, look in the 1930s, 300-plus Democrats in the House of Representatives. The Republican Party almost did not exist. Uh, and for those, those years between um, 65 and 69 in the, in the uh, Great Society, enormous majorities pushing, you know, 68 senators, I think, in one of those terms. Uh, so they had the votes. Even when they passed Obamacare, if you, have to, if you remember, they briefly, and I'm talking about for about mm, three months or so, had 60 votes in the Senate, and that's how they did it. And you can argue that if the, if the, uh, if the American people elect 60 members of the Senate from one party, they really kind of want that party to be able to do what it wants. Not the same when it's 50-50. That is the, I believe that is point two. I think point number one that the media ought to report in every story is the Democrats can do whatever they want, literally whatever they want on taxing and spending. They can spend as much money as they want. They can raise or lower taxes. They can do whatever they want under the reconciliation rules. But they can't agree on what they want, so they want to blame Republicans. Isn't that the true story? Absolutely the true story. They, they, the, the problem of only to, having 50 votes is they can't, um, they can't lose anybody. Let's say, and, and you're right, it's, it's true, that let's, but let's say they only had one doubter. It was Joe Manchin. And everybody else was on board, which is not really the case. But if it were true, they still they could lose him if they had 51 votes. Yep. If they had 52 votes, they can't lose a single Democrat. So they have to get a Democratic consensus. The real story is the Democrats have to agree on how much to raise taxes and how much to spend. And then it can pass. Byron York is on Twitter. You ought to follow him. He's on Fox. You ought to watch him at Byron York. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.